Hey everyone, today's episode is from the 12-week startup that is currently happening over at SueBriceEducation.com. Every Tuesday, I go live with a special guest and we record it for you as a bonus episode for you to listen to. If you want to be part of the question and answer live session that we do, head over to SueBriceEducation.com slash live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific time. You can join in on the support that we have going on over there to help photographers to take their business to the next level. Also, if you're not part of the 12-week startup yet and you want to access all of the weekly life-changing content that Sue has created for you, head over to SueBriceEducation.com and you can sign up there. Just a quick heads up that you'll be hearing me refer to images and that we're looking at images. So obviously you won't be able to see those photos. However, if you want to see all of the images that we refer to, make sure to log in to SueBriceEducation.com where you can watch the whole thing because we actually recorded this live and did it on video through Zoom with our guest speakers. If you're not a member of Subrice Education, head over to SueBriceEducation.com where you can sign up to become a member. Okay, let's get started. Week two of the 12-week startup This is a big week. This is pricing and product. And this is something that is so important to nail down if you're going to be in business and making money. And Sue already has all of the content ready for you on the website in the 12-week startup program under week two. There are several short videos for you to watch in there, and she covers everything in there just different aspects of pricing and product, creating your price list, working through money blocks creating your first package, all of it is in there already for you. So again, instead of just kind of like regurgitating everything Sue teaches, we want to coach you through it all. We want you to be able to ask questions to me and then the other two guests that I have today, Sarai and Emma, who are going to share with you their experiences just with pricing and product. So it's something, you know, it can be so intimidating. It can be so daunting trying to figure out what to charge and what to do. And, you know, the, the other photographer down the street is charging this and, and and someone else is charging this. And it's just like, it can just be so confusing. There's just so many options out there. Oh, Sue's in the chat too. Sue will be with us during our whole broadcast today or most of the broadcast today. So if there are questions that I can't answer or if you want to ask her a question directly, you can do so in the chat. And then if I'm stuck on something, then I'll just shout out to Sue and um, she'll help me out. So one thing that Sue and I chatted about is she wanted me to really remind you that anything anything you want to do is limitless. Like you can achieve limitless goals if you allow yourself to do it. If you do the work and if you get into that mindset and move past the guilt and shame that comes around money, whatever you decide that you're going to charge, if it's moving up from where you were, I mean, I know at least it did for me and I'm assuming for a lot of other people, is that it's going to bring up some uncomfortable feelings about money and charging money and taking money. I remember when I first started raising my prices to get up to industry standard, like I was scared. I was sweating. and Like I was just, I was nervous. I didn't, you know, I think I even asked myself, like, who do you think you are trying to charge this this much money for people? And I really had to work through the whole guilt and shame around money in order to charge what I was going to charge. And and it's it's interesting to think back because 
if I had let that consume me and 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 take over me, I would never, I certainly wouldn't be sitting here with you guys. I never would have been able to buy two houses, have my husband go down to part-time to stay with home with the kids. Like if I had never worked through that and raised my prices, I would never be where I am today. So it's, yeah, okay, so Sue, Sue just put something in there. It says, yes, Nikki, we were dirty kids. Okay, so that might sound like a little weird, but Sue and I can both relate when we were younger, feeling like the dirty kid down the street. Like my parents were divorced and I was very ashamed of that. And I remember going to a friend's house who had this really big, beautiful home and her mom took my hands and she was like, "Ugh, your fingernails are so dirty. You need to cut them. And it's like, I was, I was the kid that wanted to like find frogs and turtles and snakes. And I was digging in the dirt. You know, that's why my nails were dirty, not because my you know, mom didn't bathe me or I didn't take baths or whatever. But anyways, that really stuck with me. And Sue had those that similar experience where her family was so full of love, but not money. <laughs> you know, there wasn't a lot of money to go around. And in turn, somehow both of us had that feeling that we were just like the dirty kid down the street and we didn't deserve to have that wealth. And and it's interesting when you can kind of work through what your own issues are and, and what keeps you from from being able to receive money without that guilt and shame, man, it can like open so many doors just like it did for me. And and Sue goes over all of this in pricing and product, in the money wheel of misfortune videos. If you're new and you haven't gotten through all of the other content outside of the 12 week startup, there's so much more on this as well. And if you have questions about what the videos are or whatever, you can always post in the Facebook group. So many people can link you to the videos. Like if there's something specific that you want to work through, just post it in like, hey, what video would be good for this or whatever? Because I know there's so much great content and it can be overwhelming sometimes. So we are here to help you through it for sure. Okay, so speaking of uh, like when my pricing was low and I needed to raise it, everyone starts somewhere. We all start somewhere. And I, I actually went through and I didn't even know if I still had all this stuff. I went through and I found my very first pricing guide and I'm going to share it with you. <laughs> like no shame at this point. I'm going to share my screen here. Oh boy, here we go. Okay. So, so let me make it big on the screen here. This is my first pricing guide. <laughs> Hopefully you guys can see this. I can't see the chat right now. But you'll notice that it says Nixie Photography. That was my very first business name. I just thought it was like so clever because my friends call me and family call me Nick. And my last name started with a C. So I was like, oh, Nixie Photography. I like thought I was so clever. So this was it. This is what I gave out. I, I was still a wedding photographer at this point. And these were like my first, my very first two photo shoots that I did in the corner of the family room in our rental house that I talked about. I showed you guys a, a picture of it last week. So these were my first two photo shoots. And I did a wedding, one of those like wedding show type things, but I didn't want to book weddings. I wanted to book brides for glamour photo shoots. And so this is what I gave out. And then I wondered why no one, um, no one used it. Literally not one person used this voucher that I gave out. And I was like, why isn't anybody <laughs> booking me? And it's like, I didn't think my photos were bad. I just, my design was so bad. Oh my gosh. Look back at this and I laugh. Okay. So then I got a little bit more confident and I started, this was my next one. So 20 photos with a folio box, 11 by 14 mats, 
for $6.95. Like, I was making literally no money if I sold these packages. Like, literally, I was, I would make nothing. And I was making nothing. And Sue was like, what are you doing? You need to raise your price. So then I started to get a little bit more confident. And, oh, oh, yeah, this was my first, like, my first real PDF. And, again, design is not my superpower whatsoever. And it's not like I feel like my photos were that bad. Oh, gosh, anyway. But the design and just the way I was describing everything, like, I don't know what I was doing. And this is, like, me talking about myself forever. I'm, like, I like roller skating and I like to wear sparkles and I'm passionate. <laughs> like, it's just so funny. <laughs> oh, okay, let me go through this quickly. Okay, so this is when I started to get even more confident, and I started at $900 for a digital, what was it, Collection 3, five digital images for $900. And then I don't even know what I was doing. Oh, I see what I was doing. I just didn't include any print products in the last collection. And, th and then preserve your beauty forever. Like, what does that even mean? Preserve your beauty forever. <laughs> so bad. Ugh. Okay. Let's see. What's next? So this is when I actually raised it to $1,200 for my smallest package. And I gave... This is what I gave out. Again, design, not my forte. I gave this out at the first women's show that I ever did. And this... Right around this time is when I did, I can feel it. I'm looking at this pricing and I'm like, yes, I remember. This is when I did the value work. This is when I started to finally be okay with receiving money and understanding that I deserve to get paid. I'm not stealing money for any, from anyone. They are choosing to pay me for a service that I have given to them. I booked nine shoots with this pricing at this women's show. From then, it just started snowballing, you know, out of those nine shoots, they referred me to someone else, to someone else, to someone else. I remember I had a family, the grandma purchased it, brought her daughter and her granddaughter into the shoot. And she said to me, I don't normally spend this much money, but this was such an amazing experience. This is what I'm doing. And they spent $1,800. And I'll never forget that. So then this is my current pricing. I'm just going to go through it really quickly. I really need to update this. But this is what it is for now. Again, I just, I avoid design because I just don't, don't really enjoy it. But this is a template that I purchased. And I just put my photos into it. And we actually do have uh, several templates for sale on the, the Portrait Master store that you can go to. I got this on Creative Market because I really wanted the rose gold. I, I created this like three or four years ago. And I've never updated it, which I really, really need to do. But. So I've definitely come a long way. So if you're out there and you don't have your pricing set yet, it's okay. Just do it. <laughs> just get there and just start doing it. I have some before and afters in there, some mother daughters, just a little bit about your photo shoot. And then I have the pricing here. So you'll see 1200 1800 and 2300 Actually, this is from 2019 because I've raised my top. I must have pulled up the wrong one. I've raised my top collection. So, and if you want to look closely at this, this is all recorded. You'll be able to look at it again. And then this is my personal branding pricing. So I start at $800 with a $269 session fee and go up from there. And my average right now on personal branding headshots is $1,700, which I love doing those. So, yeah. Okay, let's get out of this. 
Okay, so yeah, so that ultimately, I mean, you saw what I started at and what I'm at now. I mean, it's a pretty, pretty big jump. And it all changed for me when I, when I started that value work. I mean, truly, that is like, it, it, it really, it really did. It changed everything for me. Okay, so I, there's a couple questions. Um, would you do a different price for the pictures if they're used on social media only or printed or used for advertisement? So I personally don't. My pricing is my pricing regardless. There are some commercial pricing. I mean, it, it just depends. It, commercial pricing can be different. You know, I just have never done it that way. My, a lot of my clients have their photos on book covers, and it's just not something I've ever done. So it's definitely something that you could look into. It's just not something I personally have done. Okay, let's get our first guest. Let's bring Sarai on because she is someone who – I met Sarai when we were at a Sue Bryce workshop – and this was several years ago, and she was a high school Spanish teacher. And she's actually episode one on the portrait system, if you want to hear her whole story. She was a high school Spanish teacher, and I remember talking with her thinking, like, I feel like this girl just is so passionate, and she just needs to get out of this teaching job. And, you know, Lord knows that I was there as a school social worker, and I knew what she was going through. And to see where she's at now is just – it's just really, really amazing. So someone had asked if branding portraits, headshots, and portraits, you know, do you have different price lists? So when it comes to the actual personal branding for me, I do have the digital-only options, but my goal is to upsell them into prints. But everyone, I mean, there's there's multiple ways to do it. It's, you know, it, it just really depends. And I know Sarai, she has the one price list and that's it, and this that's how it goes. So, you know, everyone can do it a little bit differently. It just depends. But we're going to bring Sarai on and you can ask her all of the questions that you have for her. Hi, Sarai. How are you? Hi, Nikki. I'm happy to be here. I'm so happy to have you here, as always. So I'm wondering if you can kind of just share your story with, with pricing. Like, did you come out, you know, right out of the gate just feeling confident about your pricing or did you start low and kind of work your way up I was not confident with my pricing with saying it but I knew that if I wanted to be profitable I had to start there um, especially because I didn't know how many people I could sign up every month and so because of that I you know I started on the high end but I had way more images in each package but my pricing stayed the same my top package has always been five thousand dollars Wow. That's and I amazing. sold it the first time, which I couldn't even drive. <laughs> I had to have my husband come and pick me up. <laughs> oh, I love it. And and you told that story, that whole story in on the, the podcast episode. It's a good one for sure. If you have not heard Sarai's episode yet, it's it's pretty amazing. So give people a little bit of an idea once you sold that, you know, that first package, how did it like from there? How did it go for you? Well, so uh, the package at the time was 5,000 for 40 images. Right now it's at 25 images for 5,000. Um, and so my client just took all of them. She had told me she was only going to buy one at 250 per image, but she took all of them. And um, I was just like, I can't believe people can actually would pay this. And so I kept my pricing, but instead of doing 200 and two, I was not 190, I think, per, per image. 
I opted to 250 per image. And the reason why I don't have anything printed was because I kept upping my price per image <laughs> because I felt like I was doing so much work and it was not an equal exchange between my clients and I. And so uh, once I decided to do that, I finally got to the point where I am right now, which uh, one image is $500 and that's a la carte. And then we have packages of six, 12 and 20, 25. And what are those prices for those? So packages? for six images is $2,500. For 12 images is $3,500. And for 25 is 5000 So when I tell, my, I tell my clients, I'm like, $700 gets you through the whole session that I just described. Hair, makeup, wardrobe, styling, everything. Uh, and your first image, because each image is $500 a la carte. And I said, now most people end up choosing a package because that's when you save the most. For example, my top collection is $5,000, but it does not have just 10 images. It has 25. So you get the most uh, value from there. And that's how I say it. Yep, yep. I love that. I love that. And I think that's one of the most important things about having the package as a small, medium, large. And Sue talks about this on pricing is you want them to see the value in that larger package. Plump it up. Make it the package they just cannot resist buying. So as long as your middle and top package has just a much better value. They'll go for it every single time. Yeah. And one of the things that I, I tell, I'm like, uh, I, I've called my pricing popcorn pricing, like at the movies. Because when you go, you know, and you ask for a small popcorn, uh, I don't know how much it is, like $7. But then for it's 50 too, cents more, much. 50 cents more, you get the medium, right? And like 90 cents more, you get the bucket. And so everybody goes for the bucket because why would you pay $7 for a small bag, you know, when you can get the whole bucket for like, less than a dollar more. So I feel that when your pricing is set up in such a way that there's so much more value on your middle and top package, that's what people go for every single time. Yep, yep. Tell us about your session fee, Sarai, and what it includes. So the session fee is $700, and that includes the session, the hair makeup. Um, they're with me for about two hours, 45 minutes to an hour is hair and makeup. And then the second hour is the photo shoot itself. Uh, but that it also includes one image or $500 toward any of the packages. So basically, the hair and makeup part is $200. If you are a repeat client, then you don't pay the $200 anymore. You only pay four images. Now, in that case, I take, uh, you know, uh, what's it called? Like, it's not a retainer. They prepay per Im for images. Mm -hmm. So when they prepay for images, uh, at least in the state of Tennessee, uh, and they use a gift card, they don't pay sales tax on the gift card. And so they prepay, right now they've been prepaying anywhere from $1,500 to $2,500 on gift cards. Wow. So they Very save cool. on their session fee, which is $200, you know, but then they prepay. And so then my average sale ends up being higher because they already have $2,000, $2,500, you know, uh, from two, three months ago. And then the sale right. comes and it's just a thousand, two thousand dollars more to upgrade to the next package. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. My session fee is two hundred sixty-nine dollars. And that doesn't include any photos at all. That just includes the photo shoot time and the hair and makeup. And I can do five outfits in an hour, basically. 
an hour and 10. Someone, someone was asking how many clothing changes do you do and how long? You said you shoot for an hour. How many clothing changes so do you typically do it depends on the there? client. So I have clients that they take forever changing. Uh, and yeah. so, you know, yeah. we get through four outfits probably. And then I have clients that they're like, I want as many pictures as possible because I don't think I'm going to do this in 10 years. Uh, and so they bring like 10, 15 outfits and we can go through them because mm -hmm. if you change fast, I don't take forever shooting. So it just depends. Yep. Like, for example, uh, sometimes we have offices that come for headshots. And so I only see them like with a camera for 20 minutes. And right. I have people that take two outfits and then I have people that have done five outfits in 20 minutes. So it just depends how fast the, the client changes uh, when it comes to offices and they're only with me for 20 minutes after 20 minutes in hair and makeup touch-ups. Um, and then they're 20 minutes with my husband when he's doing the sales. Um, then I tell them, you know, I record a, a Zoom call. I do it with a couple of them. And then I say, look, guys, I want to be with you for about 20 minutes. If you take a while to change in each outfit, then that means you'll only be photographed in two outfits. But if you want to make the most out of your session, then, you know, it's an all girls theme in the back. You can change. We can just put like a V flat and you can change there as fast as you can. Our job is to make sure that everything looks perfect. And this is one of the reasons I don't have um, mirrors in my wardrobe room. Because if I do, they will take like two hours in there. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> smart. So smart. So smart. I always tell them, I'm your mirror. I'm going to make sure everything looks great. Let's do it. <laughs> I love that you actually prep them with like, listen, if you can change quickly, we can get through more of this. And if you're out there thinking like, oh my gosh, I don't think I can do that many outfits in that much time. That's, it just all goes back to experience, practice, yes. practice, practice. Like yes. the first shoot I did, I didn't do, you know, five, My six first shoot an hour. was like, four and a half hours long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally, totally, really. But, you know, if you think about it, the more outfits and variety you can give them, the more they're likely to spend because they don't want to yes. leave out an outfit that they loved. No. So it's... They at least that's the way, one the way in I each outfit, at, at least. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, for sure. So I don't limit the amount of outfits. I limit the amount of time they're in front of me. And so, Same. So, oh, mm -hmm. I love it. I love, love, love that. Okay, so someone is asking if, if you mostly do headshots, you mostly do portraits. About 70% of what I do is headshots and personal branding. So I call it headshots because that's what everybody calls it. But they're just basically Sue-style photography just with uh, professional clothing on. <laughs> so no sequins, you know, but they have a suit on or whatever. Most of my clients are in real estate. So out of that 70%, I will say 90% are realtors. And then the other 10% are mortgage lenders, uh, home inspectors, home stagers, anybody that is really related, you know, title companies that is related with real estate. It's about 70% of what I do. Um, and my pricing doesn't change for the same reason, because once they come in for the photo shoot, and we do everything on Zoom now, probably I assume you are doing the same. My consultations are on Zoom. My reveals are on Zoom. And so the only time I see them in person is the day of their photo shoot. And, um, but for example, casually on my makeup table or my makeup room, I will have an album with boudoir pictures. I have, you know, wall art with families and moms and daughters. Uh, I have dancers display in my studio. So even though they came for a headshot, you know, which is what they call or personal branding, 
they now are getting ideas of all the different things that we can do. And when they come back with their family or they send their high school senior uh, or they come back for boudoir, they know that the pricing is going to be the same. There's no difference there. What about for you for backdrop setup? I know you paint your own canvases, so I know you <laughs> you have a lot a lot of different, but do you change setups for every? I do. Well, when I was, I was in a previous studio before and it was only 400 square feet, including the bathroom. In my shooting space, it was 12 by 12 feet. Uh, I think that's like three by three meters. And um, every time that a client will go into the bathroom and change, my makeup artist and I we will just change the backdrop that matched that outfit. And so all my backdrops were on the floor, like like uh, rugs, and we would just pick one up and put it up and take the other one down. Now yeah. I, um, I have a very nice space. Uh, so it's 900 square feet, just the shooting space, the shooting area. So I have one, two, three, four, I have six backdrops already on the walls and my lights are on wheels. So once they come in with the outfit, I'm like, oh, that will look great on the black background. So we just roll everything there. You know, um, yeah. this will be great on the pink one. And we just move. Uh, so so it, it allows me, you know, to make it so much faster. Um, but when I was in my smaller space, we just had to, you know, the time that she had to change, we had to put up a new backdrop up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm similar, but I use V flats. I don't use canvases, and I just like fold them up, put it away, bring it out, pull, fold. And it that's up. the I mean, thing. For the first three yeah. years of my business, all I had was a white V flat and a black V flat. That's it. I had yeah. no canvases of any kind. I think I painted a pink um, poly polyboard, but that's it. I didn't have anything else. And this goes back to what we talked about last week. You don't need that much. No, you, you can don't. build a portfolio with such minimal gear. So someone asked, once you had raised your prices, did you feel this like like get shaken by that sense of value again, like once it goes up again? And like how often are you shaken by raising your prices? And they also ask about difficult customers, like if you have difficult clients. One of the reasons why I think I, that Hill has helped me a lot was that I started in high pricing. And the only thing that I've done is taken away the amount of images that I give for that amount of money. Mm -hmm. And so that has helped a lot because I got to the point where I felt like I was doing more work than, than what I was getting paid for. <laughs> Even though at the beginning I was terrified of charging that. Um, yeah. So in that regard, I feel that uh, I've walked, I've become a person that understands what I do. I've also been photographed, for example, by you and Emily London and even Cyril, and that really allowed me to understand the value of what we do. Because, you know, I used to to sell with my own wallet as opposed to allow my clients to buy with their own wallet. And I knew that my wallet at the time didn't have that money. I mean, as a teacher, I made $3,000 a month, and that's before they took all of the stuff, taxes and health same. and everything. Oh, my gosh, same. So I'm like, I'm here I'm charging $5,000 you know, and I'm like, nobody's going to be able to pay that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But once you, know, you do, and somebody pays for it, and they leave beautiful testimonials for what it has meant to them, uh, then you start understanding the value. And once you go through the process as a client and pay that same amount, and you mm -hmm. understand that this is my most precious possession, you know, like if my house is burning, I'll get that, and then I'll leave. Like I'll run out the door with, with my canvas. <laughs> 
Yeah. You know, and another thing too is what I found is once I did the work and I recognized that feeling of guilt and just that uncomfortable feeling, I have the tools now. I recognize it, I acknowledge it, and I can release it. Everything that I've learned, it just continues to stay with you. And yes, we all have our bad days when I'm like, oh, like I'm so nervous to send this pricing or you know, this client said I was expensive or whatever. And, but it's okay. I know what to do now. And I can just like let go and get back to where I need to be. Exactly. And for example, I do get like, I still get a lot of no's because I get enough yeses. I still get a lot of no's. And a lot of people say that's too expensive. Oh, I didn't think it was going to be that much. Oh, well, I need to call somebody else. And you know, you will still get those calls. It doesn't matter how long you've been in business, you will still get them. But I feel that what's important is to understand that, you know, when you know that that's what you're worth, it's going to be okay. I'd rather have somebody say no right now than keep me going and mm-hmm. at the end not have that sale, you know? And right, so, um, right. but I, I think I've learned to be happy with no's. It was terrifying at the beginning because I felt that they were saying no to me, that they were, uh, that I took it personal. Right. As right. opposed to it's a numbers game. And the right. more people you get in front of, the more yeses you're going to get. Yes, the more no's, but also the more yeses. Right. And I know there's a couple ways that to respond to this and that people do differently. I'm confu- or I'm curious how you do, how you respond to this. So I had someone who said, I just want one photo. And I was like, oh, you know what? My smallest package is five photos. And here's why you need five photos. And I just talked a little bit about it. If you change your mind... I'm here, and she did end up booking, and she ended up buying the middle package, which was $1,300, which was great. And, yes, you know, I could have just walked away from her and, oops, you know, didn't work out. But in the end, it it worked out well. Well, Sue says, you know, an objection is just more – they want to know more information. They're not saying no just yet. And and I think that when you see it that way, it's so important. Um, In my case – uh, I, you know, I think I, uh, there was a time in 2017 when I had several clients that just bought one image and at the time it was 200 250 per image. And so once I paid my hair makeup artist and I, you know, um, retouched 25 images and I was just like, Oh my goodness, this was not worth $250. (laughs) And I was so upset. And I was just like, wait a minute, this, that's not the right attitude to have. I want to be grateful and I want to show gratitude with every client that comes my way, whether they get one image or they get everything. Um, because again, a lot of those clients at the beginning just got one because they were starting in their career. It meant a lot to give me $250, you know, they, they, mm-hmm. and several of them have come back and bought a middle collection now because they're in a better place uh, financially, yeah. you know, but, and so I said, okay, so what would it take for you, Sarai, to feel grateful that they have come to you and that they've chosen you, even if they can only afford one image? And I said, okay, so what will that mean? And to me it was, okay, $700, I still pay my hair and makeup artist, my assistant, and I make enough money. And so that's where I am. And uh, it's worked. You know, if I have people that have bought just one image, it's still $500 with me. I don't retouch everything anymore. I show them everything. So I only pay for the retoucher for that one image. So my awesome. return on investment is so much higher just because of how I've put everything in place now. Yep. Awesome. Well, I'm so happy to 
have had you here on, thank you. on this with us today on week two. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And if people have more questions for Sarai, you can always ask her in the Subrights Education Facebook group. She's one of our mentors. So thank yeah. you for thank having you so me much. today. And, yes. Yeah. And, and while we're getting ready for Emma Burkasal, I just wanted to address there was one question that is someone someone had asked about when do you present your pricing? And the way that it is just so important to present your pricing prior to them booking the photo shoot. So if you have not already, make sure you download the consultation uh, download on the website. It's in the Zoom consultation. There's 10 steps there that Sue takes you through step-by-step step, how to do the consultation. That is where you are initially doing the sale. You know, you think you're doing it in the sales room, but ultimately you start selling during that consultation. So make sure you do that, get that download, read through those steps and have that ready to go so that you are like basically pre-selling and showing them the pricing and getting them excited during that consultation. So, okay, up next we have Emma Burkasell. And if you have not listened to Emma's episode yet, she is Portrait System episode number 26. And I want to just let you let you guys know that Emma's studio is like two or three blocks, two blocks I think we decided on, two blocks from my studio in Michigan. And, you know, everyone says that, oh, there's too many photographers in my town or, oh, you know, someone else shoots just like me and they're, you know, down the road or whatever. That's okay. I mean, Emma and I are both incredibly successful with what we do. We both, you know, Emma has a, a very specific niche that she does I do what I do. We work literally on the same street and there's enough clients for all of us. So I'm just, I was really excited to just have Emma on today, share with you what she does. She does a lot of personal branding and she like kills it. So Emma, I'm excited to hear what you have to share with us today. Hi, Nikki. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Okay, can you just let people know just briefly what your experience was like? Because I know that you had a situation where someone was like throwing in your face that $50 was too much when you knew that this is a very well wealthy person. And I'm wondering if you can share a little bit about that. Oh, yeah, that's um, that is one of those stories that I don't think I'll ever forget it. And it truly shaped me as a as a business owner. Let's put it this way. I came here to the United States about 15 years ago. I got married. I had kids right away. And uh, pretty much I fell into photography. So I remember that we, I really married for love, not for money, which uh, it paid up very well. But, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we really didn't have a whole lot. So um, I remember I had this client, I was doing family session and she's, she's like, oh, Emma, I can't truly afford $50. Can you do it for less? And I, I think I, I did it for like $30. So uh, we went to photograph her family. And I remember that time I didn't even had money to buy my kids clothes on clearance, like Old Navy, or they were like a dollar or two. Um and I show up to the photo shoot and her girls had like those beautiful ruffles, $300 dresses. And um, that, um, that broke my heart. That, uh, it was actually more of, more of me being upset with myself because I allowed myself to mm -hmm. um, do that myself. 
and to my family because my husband had to drive me to the sessions and back. Uh, like Sarah, I didn't have a driving license back then. Um, that night I went home and I told my husband, um, from tomorrow, my um, entire gallery of images is going to be 500. Even if I have clients or don't have anyone, and that, that was, I think, the point where it made me realize that, you know, I should charge more. Right, right. It's funny how we all have different points in which we finally value ourselves. Like, it took kind of a really rough <laughs> situation for you, you know, when... Oh, yeah. When, yeah, oh, yeah. To, you know, for me, it was thinking about just childhood and, you know, going really deep there. And for you, it was like... It was thrown into your face, like, wow, I am not valuing what valuing what I do. And now look where you're at. You're so successful. And I actually want to show people just your pricing now. And maybe you can just kind of take us through how you've grown and just what your pricing is like now. So let me just share my screen here. Yeah, because you, I mean, especially with the niche that you've created for yourself. So Emma phot photographs a lot of attorneys and judges. Like, she has really honed in on that niche, and this is something that has just blown up for her. And her work is amazing, just really gorgeous contemporary headshots. So tell us a little bit about this, about your branding headshots. Um, I really wish I had, you know, my old pricing list because this is not where I started. And actually, I listened um, for about half an hour to Sue Bryce today, and I'm like, man... Probably I should rethink my prices. <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing when I was looking at mine. I'm like, damn, I gotta raise my own pricing. <laughs> uh, I I really love the um, the idea of. I heard the word retainer, and I I love that idea. So, but right now my booking fee is two hundred and fifty dollars, um, and that does not include hair and makeup. This is just just for me to open the studio doors. Hair and makeup, they do pay separately. And the reason I do this is because my clients don't need to be upsold to this, you know? Mm -hmm. um, they are actually super excited that I have it available for them, even if they pay for it. Now, if I do a personal branding or it's just um, one attorney, then, um, and I feel like probably I should include hair and makeup, I will tell her over the phone. I do include hair and makeup. Write it down so I don't forget it. Um, now, the one thing I did recently, I did, I did started my packages as a, a booking fee of twelve hundred and fifty dollars for unlocation firms for law mm -hmm. firms mm -hmm. because um, I I had a couple of times happen that they only needed four images and I spent pretty much you know, four right. to five hours driving there, setting up. Um, so that didn't, you know. You want it to be worth it for you, your base package for sure. Yeah. 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 So in my individual images are 190 and then packages started 1500. I used to include 10 images with that, but right now I do include eight and probably will go lower. I don't know. <laughs> and what's your average, Emma? My average is about $2,000. I have clients who right. spend minimum the 1500 and I have clients who spend, I had last week a $5,000 sale, which that was nice because that was a very easy session. That's and awesome. then for the mini session, I actually do headshot mini sessions and I used to have them um, 
$390 per person. And that I would include hair and makeup. And I think that was one of those things that it was more affordable for a lot of attorneys because we think attorneys and judges and they all have money, which is, which they do, which they do, but not everybody, if they are in the first or second year or third year, they are not able to afford a lot. Like, like right. we are, you know. So um, those were pretty phenomenal, and then I raised them to four ninety because I realized I wasn't really making uh, a whole lot of money. Well, I noticed here that you do it per person. So, like, if you book ten or more, and I do the same as well. If they're going to bring me twenty people, I'm going to give them just like with packages. I'm going to make it a better value for them because mm-hmm. t- to me, you know, that's going to be a great day when they're bringing me ten people versus two people. So, you know, in the end, so- it makes it worth it. This package is actually for a headshot day for firms. So if they have a whole lot of people and I have to travel, this is their pricing, which is different, slightly different than headshot mini sessions. Okay, gotcha. Yes. So I do have one headshot mini session day a month at the studio. And as soon as I uh, post it out there, um, I, I usually have for about four or max five spots. So I usually book it in about two hours. Wow. You've come a long way since your $50 photo shoot shoot experience. I'm feeling blessed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you've done the work. I mean, truly, you did the work and, you know, look where you're at now. So it's pretty cool. Thank you. For sure. And I think it's really important for people to see that there are so many different ways to do this. I mean, between Sarai, Emma, and, and myself, I mean... We all do things a little bit differently, and that's okay. But it, the point is is to start charging. <laughs> and, and another thing, too, is if you're feeling a little uncomfortable about getting to, to industry standards where you're charging you know, $900 plus for something, make sure you watch the videos because Sue talks about using gift vouchers, not to necessarily give, make it like a discount, but so to give them a value towards the packages so that they can see that originally it's $900. So make sure you watch the video so that you can, you know, remember all everything that Sue teaches around this. Now, Emma, did you ever do that sort of like gift voucher type situation? I did. Um, the way I started in the law community, I tried to make it to all their associations and, you know, just pretty much networking a person. And I would have those vouchers. I will tell you, I started five years ago and I had yesterday an email uh, an email from a lady. She's like, Hey, I won this at an event, you know, for $500 four years ago. Um, when can I redeem it? Now, did it have an expiration date? It did. And uh, am I going to um, make sure she's getting her services? Yes, four years later. Yeah. So I did them a lot. And for me, I actually found them really useful because it gave me a way to interact with people uh, and to look nice and giving and uh, yeah for sure for sure yeah so uh but this is only for my clients I feel like just because attorneys are a little you know different they they have a different mentality probably I would say about free stuff so they don't really value it as much so the more um I charge them full price the better it worked yeah, for sure. And as far as digitals go, I know that for my personal branding, I absolutely include digitals on that. I'm not 
minimizing size or, you know, trying to only give them a, a certain size of the d digital. When they get a digital, if they're going to spend, you know, more than $1,000 with me, they're going to get the digitals and they can use them however they want. I'm curious how you do it. I only do digitals. I try doing prints and I, for me, it was too much, um, too much work, too much money spent into products and uh, doing personal branding, my clients really didn't value that. Um, and I had to make sure my cost, I kept my costs really low because I'm the main provider for my family. You know, I was able to put my husband through school at 36. He decided to change careers and I was super excited for him. Um, so, uh, and it would take a lot. I, I just sending them to print, waiting for them, do another meeting. This way, it, it is all online. I do a sales appointment right after the shoot. And for the firms, I actually send them approved gallery. I sit with them. I show them the images and I'm like, okay, how do you guys like it? And if it's good, I just put it through shoot proof with my name on it and send it to them because uh, when there, there are um, law firms, when they are hiring me, they are hiring me for redoing their website. So there are a whole lot of people involved into decisions and yeah. I give them yeah. a few days and I usually take a, actually a check. I said, okay, Let's do prepay the, for the minimum package for 10 images. And then um, you guys pay the difference later. So uh, it feels good because they pay a booking fee. And I leave from their firm with a minimum of 10 packages. Right. Awesome. Oh, that's so great. I love how you've structured that and just turned that niche into such a profitable. You just, I mean, you just said that you're the main breadwinner now in your family when your husband was the one working before and this just goes to show you guys like limitless. Like Sue wanted me to, you know, make sure to remind you anything you set your mind to, you, what you can do is limitless. It, it, it's so true. Someone had asked when you're fol folio building, how many different shoots should be in your portfolio to start charging full price? You know, I personally just, I wanted a good variety. I think I had like 10 different shoots when I started charging, but some people charge for their portfolio building. It just is your comfort level. You know, don't get stuck on a number that you have to have five or 10 or whatever. If you continue to focus on those small things, you're never going to take that step forward. Wherever you're at in this process, just keep taking a step. Like for me and for Emma, we both know that our next step, raise our prices, right? Emma? So yes. but for you, it might be just like creating your first price list or doing that first portfolio building shoot. But whatever it is, don't let the little, you know, little things get in your way. Like someone might look at one shoot that you do and decide they want to book you. So you don't need 10, you don't need 20, you don't need five, you only needed one. So it's really all dependent on you and what you're doing. I, I, I really wish I had higher prices from the beginning. Mm -hmm. You know, Same. I, I remember the first time when I was doing headshots, I was doing $100 an image and I did not have the courage to raise it. Then what I did, I actually wrote on the pricing list $190 per image but for about six months I was still charging $100 even though the pricing and of course my clients wouldn't say anything and of course they noticed that you know I think for me it was just helping myself have the confidence to raise it but looking back I truly wish I I just started you know yeah. just knowing what I know now Right. And I hope people will take that to heart. I mean, truly, truly. And if you aren't where you want to be, 
keep practicing, keep shooting. Like you can get there. You truly, truly can. Someone asked about right now recommendations for networking since there's not a whole lot of in-person stuff going on. And honestly, there are so many Zoom virtual events right now. So the networking event that I go to regularly, or it's been really busy the last couple months, so I haven't. But everything's online right now. They're all doing virtual Zooms. You can still sell and present yourself virtually. And the cool thing about doing the virtual meetups now is that everyone gets that chance to talk and share. I mean, you could share your screen. I mean, you could show your work visually. You you have the ability to capture an audience even more so now that it's online. I mean, yes, in-person is so great, but don't let that slow you down. They are, they are definitely still events happening. They're just online, just like everything else in the world is right now is online. It's It's no different. You just have to get out there and do it or get on there and do it of my clients saying um i remember you telling me that i was like second attorney you've ever photographed and in a couple of months you were everywhere so what i did every time i would post uh images of my clients i would answer every single comment from their friends on that image so i would tag them Mm-hmm. And I would make sure I would answer them uh, and not like, you know, oh, you're beautiful. I wouldn't say, oh, thank you. You know, I mean, it wasn't about me, um, but um, I would just compliment them and uh, j- just making sure I answer. And I friend requested them. Mm-hmm. I know that might seem a little tacky. I would look at their uh, Facebook for profile. If they were attorneys, I would friend request them. And uh, in a very few short months, Everybody knew about me on, on Facebook because they also, every group, they have their own, you know, like we photographers, we have our photography groups. They have their groups, their mm-hmm. secret groups, and they, they totally. talk about, yes. So even if you think, oh, you know, it's COVID and it's really hard to be in person. Um, I haven't done in person in about two years networking. I'm just being very honest, mm-hmm. um, just with my husband finishing school me taking full take, taking care full time of the children and driving them to school and back and working full time um that 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 was a that was a little hard so uh but everything i did online if if they commented i wanted to make sure i engage with them and that's networking it's it's engaging with each other and making sure you bring value so if yeah. somebody had a question online I would make sure I would go in the answer it to my full of capabilities and trying to help them and connect them with other photographers if, you know, that wasn't something I wasn't doing. Yep. And that's the difference between someone just waiting and sitting and hoping people are going to find them and taking action. You took action, Emma, and that is what ultimately got you to where you're at today. You didn't sit around waiting for people to come to you. You didn't think that, you know, it was, it's okay if not everyone responds and, you know, you're okay with hearing no and you move on and you just keep pushing forward. And and it's interesting too, because with, with my Seattle business, I haven't been to a networking group. I keep saying two years, but I swear it's probably been three years now in person or virtually. And, and because I did all that work up front, the referrals continue to come. It just continues to snowball, but it's doing the work up front. It truly, truly is. Some, a couple people have asked what resolution do you send your digital images I personally just send high resolution that's just I don't know I've just never cared if they had the high res what do you do I do I do send them full full files 
Absolutely. And mm-hmm. um, there is no reason I wouldn't sell that because in my mind, I price myself what I need to be somewhat profitable. Now I'm rethinking, you know, I'm like, okay, Sue, you, you challenged me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I price myself all right, you know, so where I can um, bring enough money that, you, you know, when you give clients a small resolution file and they send it to, you know, they ha- they don't know that if they are small or large, and then they send it to their web company, they send it to printing, and then they come back, the clients get frustrated because, you know, they need to change stuff. They need to reach out to you. And then they find out that you actually charge more for, you know, because obviously they forgot, you know, for a full file. Um, I think just doing full files and giving full, you know, yeah. it's going to save a lot of troubles in the long run. And I actually make sure on my gallery, I do have and should proof over my uh, images i do have my name so so they can make sure they download full files they mm-hmm. all text me emma i can't you know you have still have your watermark and I, I say well that's because you haven't clicked download you know you try to copy the image which would result in a small file and this, this is for your benefit yeah yeah that's smart that's smart Well, I really appreciate you being here with us today, Emma. If you have not listened to Emma's Portrait System episode, she goes through her full story. She's episode number 26. And I'm so glad that we've had this opportunity to hear from you both here and on the podcast. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being here with us today. Yeah, make sure you listen to episode 26. Okay, guys, so if you're wondering, you know, what do I even start charging? What do I even do? All of this is spelled out in the video. So make sure you're you're watching those videos and we want to see your price list. We want to see which products you're choosing, which price list you're doing. Make sure you post in the Facebook group. This is your weekly post. And if you're like, I just really want some feedback on my design or what it looks like, or if you suck at design <laughs> like me, make sure you get a template. Like, Don't make it harder on yourself than it has to be. Feel free to to ask questions in the Facebook group. This is only week two. We want you here at the end. Don't let one week trip you up from, you know, moving on to week three and week four and week five and just, you know, we want you here with us. We want you, we want this to be the round that you finish. I want you to be where Emma is you know, next round that I'm interviewing you, whatever your goals are, you can totally, totally do this. I promise you, if you're not where you want to be one step forward, just keep going every day. There's always, always a way to do this, to make it work. I promise you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Watch the videos, post in the Facebook group. And yeah, next week is sales. Another, (laughs) another really, really good week. So This is great, you guys. And if I didn't answer any of your questions, feel free to post in the Facebook group. And yeah, we can go from there. So thank you again. And we will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening today to the Portrait System Podcast. If you like what you heard, we would really love for you to leave us a five-star review either on iTunes or wherever you're listening. And I really, really want to encourage you to head over to SueBriceEducation.com. Over there, you can find all of the education you need to become a successful photographer. It's only $35, and there are over 1,000 on-demand educational videos on things like posing, lighting, styling, retouching, shooting, marketing, sales, business, and self-value. There's also the 12-week startup program that I love. 
and there are posing downloads, lighting downloads. I mean, truly everything to help make you not only a better photographer, but to make you more money. Once again, that's SueBriceEducation.com.